Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. A uh, guy that plays uh, tackle, has played tackle for many years. We know him, whether it's through New Orleans or Chicago. Jermon Bushride joining us over here at the table. Glad to have you, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thanks so for having me So you want to delve into media and do what we do, kind of, right? Kind of. Okay. Kind of. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying it out in the podcast space with the Bush and Me Show at the Bush and Me Show, and uh, I enjoy it. You know, it, it, it's a way for me to continue to stay around the game. We like to travel with it. We like to talk food with it. And uh, I'm three. You know, I'm a little bit over 300 now. Definitely nowhere near my playing weight. I was gonna say you got a little bit smaller. I had to. I had to. I feel better. And yeah. um, so that's kind of part of it. You know, we like to travel. Like I said earlier, I, it gives me an opportunity to continue to talk football, and and then let's see where it takes so us. So how? How, um, because a lot of guys that are linemen specifically put on a ton of weight. Yes. Um, and some guys it's tough to keep it on. Right. You know, they want you to keep eating and eating and eating. Yeah. At, later on in my career, yeah. especially being out here in Miami, hot, I'm a heavy sweater, it was extremely hard for me to stay at 320. Like, it was a fight every single week for me to get up to 320. And that's where they wanted to keep you. Yeah, that's, that's where I felt good at because uh, um, when I did get to Miami, they wanted me to make the transition to guard from tackle and i just felt like i needed to be a little bit more heavier be a little bit more stout right uh so yeah that was a it was a process you know i had to overeat force myself you played uh three years in the black and blue division uh, and yeah. played for the chicago bears so give me your perspective because uh, one of the oldest rivalries in football is packers bears yeah it was fun that, yeah. that was a fun you know what man playing in lambo out of all the stadiums i've played at if i'm not playing in my home stadium lambo is the place i, I love playing um, just because you can just you can feel the history, you can the energy is crazy. You know the their fan base is out there two hours before the game. You know it's uh, you know almost halfway packed, and you know they're ready for the game, man. It's yeah. so much tradition, there's so much history there. So I uh, I enjoy that. Pro- I, I I've enjoyed that rivalry. Um, you know, looking back at it, it was it was a special deal. So uh, we're talking with Jermon Bushrod, by the way, uh, former NFLer, played for New Orleans, played for Chicago. Play for Miami, right? Yeah, two yeah, years. That's what I was going to say. I thought you played for Miami. So I wanted to ask you, so you talk about the, the history. You can feel it. Um, one of the things when I very first got to, to Green Bay was mm-hmm. you, to go into Lambeau Field when nobody was there or very oh, wow. few people there, and you get a chance to, like, listen. Yeah. You guys had come out early. I got a, I got a story for you. So, uh, so I guess during my pre-draft visits, I took, you know, I went up there to Lambeau and, you know, when they, they kind of, like, present the field to you and they raise that door up yes. and – uh, I guess they give you like a simulation, and it was, it was one of the most surreal feelings I've had. And there was nobody in there; it was kind of dark, and you can just see, you can just see it. And then, like you were saying, stepping on that field before a game, two, two and a half, three hours before a game, man, like if if, if that doesn't get you going as a football player, nothing will. Uh, I've always said, and I I know what you're talking about when they raise those doors that yeah. coming out of the the home locker room. Yes, yes. When they raise that door and they go. Real yeah, quick, yeah, and yeah, then all yeah. of a sudden they put that that fan noise yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes your hair stand up. Yeah, See, oh, seriously. See, that was like, because um, I remember I did uh, twelve visits in fifteen in, in three weeks. 
and I hit uh, Chicago, then I hit Green Bay. No, I'm sorry, I hit Minnesota, then I hit Green Bay. And I, I, th- I really thought I was going to be a Packer because back in the 07 draft, I don't know if you remember, but you, the Packers picked up an extra third-round pick. They took Allen Barber. Right. And I thought they were going to take me, and um, I thought it would have been pretty cool to play there, but it didn't work out, and I'm happy how my career went. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you didn't uh, necessarily not land on your feet. You did pretty well. Yeah, I did. You know? I did How'd do. you like New Orleans? Because New Orleans is a whole different animal down there. I love Who it. Who that nation's fantastic, though? Yes, they are. Very faithful. Yes, they are. They, uh, they're with you through thick and thin. Their, ex- their expectations are high, especially after we won that Super Bowl 10 years ago this week and um, in the same place. So their expectations are high, but uh, kind of like um, you know, it's not as much history as as the new um, as the Green Bay Packers, but you can feel that as well, man. Those those people love the Saints. They are, you know, they bleed black and gold for real, for real, yeah. big time. And playing in New Orleans was great. You know, the food's amazing. The people are awesome as well. The uh, the, the the Superdome is electric. Yeah, I was gonna say that's it's a dome, so it can be those things can be a little antiseptic, but that place isn't. That, that place, that's our guy Tyler Lockett. Yeah, that's my dude. We had him yesterday. Um, that place is a different place to play, too, because there's some history there. Yes. And then, obviously, everything that's gone on, that was a refugee place for yeah. Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Uh, but when you guys won that Super Bowl and Sean Payton and, and uh, Drew Brees, when all that hit and then they were taking care of a lot of people and yeah. earned a lot of respect down there. I've always said that Mike McCarthy and, and Sean Payton, two guys got hired at the same time. Both yes. have one ring. Both yes. had Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yes. Sean Payton doesn't take nearly as much heat as like Mike McCarthy did, right? Because he's got a great relationship with Drew, right? Yes, um, it, they're they're like two peas in a pod, man. You yeah. know they, uh, you know they have the type of relationship where the the trust is at an all time high. You know they they go back and forth, and uh, they know exactly what each other which would you know what each each other wants to do in whatever situation it is. Talking with Jermon Bushride, uh, former NFL, he's got his podcast. What's the podcast again? Uh, Bush and Me Show at Bush and Me Show. At me Bush with two and me show. Yeah, my M-E-E. last name is Bush. Right? My my co-host is a college uh, buddy. We play football together, and um, his last name is Meehan. So that's where we got Bush and Me. Yeah, you got uh, you got that Super Bowl ring on, right? I do, I do. I look. I don't bring it out much, so I right. felt you know it's been it's been a while. I think I probably wore it two times in the last uh, four or five years. So the size of them has gotten crazy. Yours is big. This is big, but like this is kind of tame compared to some of the some other ones. Some of them are ones. crazy, but I just I, I like the way they did this one. It's uh, it just looks it looks nice and classy, you know. It's, yeah. uh, it's just it's a beautiful gold ring, ring Florida Lee in the middle, diamonds everywhere. Yeah, right. Tiffany's did it too, so yeah. you can't you can't go wrong. Can't, with no, that. I was gonna say you can't go wrong with that. So, um, what, when you look at this matchup between the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and, and 49ers, where do you win this game? You always got to look back at defense, man. It's, it's all about how the 49ers defense, like what's the plan? What is their plan when it comes to Patrick Mahomes? Um, you know, the, the thing about Patrick Mahomes is he's so really he's so good in the pocket. But once he gets out the pocket, I, I think he's even more of a weapon. So it's to me, it's like you got to make him beat you from inside the pocket. You know, the defensive line of the San Francisco 49ers really can't be worried about sacks. Just stay in your area, man, because if he gets out, you saw what he did in Tennessee before the half, 11 seconds left, 25-yard run, like – they just, they just, they know how. To, I, I draw a lot of comparisons to from them to when we made it to the Super Bowl. It doesn't yeah. matter how many points we're that we're down. We're battle tested, and we know we're going to win the game if you give us an opportunity, if you give us the momentum, and that's all they need is a little bit of momentum. So uh, you, you take an X factor like slowing down Patrick Mahomes, which if you can, if you, you can, know, if you right. can, because um, the old adage is defense you wins you championship. We talked about it all week. Right. 
But we're talking about a quarterback-driven league now. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I really wonder if it comes down to being a really close game with Jimmy Garoppolo with the ball in his hands late in the game if he wins the game. I'm a little worried about that. You know, yeah. he, he's had he's had a couple two-minute drives in, you know, this past year um, in, in certain situations where – it wasn't. It wasn't great, you know. I can kind of look back at uh, at one of the Rams ones. Could have been a couple of interceptions. He ended up getting like two third and sixteens or something, something insane at the end of the game that you're really not supposed to get. But he ended up um, making plays. But uh, I, I'm, that's what I'm interested to see. I'm, I want to see how Jimmy Garoppolo will, will perform under pressure like that. Um, before I let you go, so you got the uh, the Bush and Me yes, podcast. And me. Now, what does that deal with? Oh man, that's it's it's around sports. It's around traveling. It's around, uh, you know what it is. We mentioned some food. Too. Yeah, food. So like we, what we do is we, you know, we just starting out. So you know, uh, we're not making no money from this thing, and we're not asking for any money. So we're just hitting up different places, just saying, hey, can we come shoot a podcast? Can we interview? The owner would be great. Are you something. doing it just here in Miami? Or no, you doing no, all no. Over? We've taken it to Chicago. We've taken it. Obviously, we've done a couple here in Miami. We've done a couple in New Orleans. We've done some in Baltimore because that's where my host is. Yeah. That's where he's from. So, you know, we just try to hit a couple staples, and then hopefully one day we can turn this thing into a thing, that to a show where, okay, if I want to go here and watch this game, these are the couple places I need to go. I need to go to, you know, I need to go and get a deep dish pizza from here in Chicago, or I need to go hit this restaurant, you know. So we're just trying to yeah. add a little value, however we can. Yeah, it's kind of cool yeah, that you guys kind of now. Obviously, the name opens doors. Yeah. And uh, anybody that's a foodie, yeah, say, exactly. yeah, come yeah. on in and grub down on this exactly. stuff. So, so, um, you, but you guys on, on a podcast, you get to just kind of wing it. You yeah, we I mean? can. We can. It's not regulated. It's not. You know, I mean. That's swear, the fun. That's swear a little, you know. Right, you know, right, right. You you, we can sit back. We can have a couple drinks, yeah. and after after you get a couple drinks, you can probably say Uh-oh. a couple words you don't yeah. really want. To. So is the podcast long version or short version? Well, Ten minutes, an hour? What is it? We'll do. So what we do? So we have that whole aspect of it. Then we do another aspect called My Rise, where we like to interview guys and we like to talk about um, how they got to where they are, whether it's good or bad. You know, how'd you get to where you are, and uh, just the mindset behind that. Tell your story. So. Uh, it's, it's so many different things that I want to do. I, I enjoy storytelling because that kind of stuff motivates me yeah. when I can hear about how this person got out of this situation and where they are and what they did. And, you know, just to hear different people's stories, man. We have a few stories. So this gonna, is what know. I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you right now because you're, you're going to be the storyteller, all right? Okay. So take me back. and You're sitting here this week as a player. Yeah. Getting ready for this game. So if I had to say, Jermon, what was the most vivid memory prior to the game? Or what was some of the things inside, behind the scenes, that you just go, man, that's that's my memory of that Super Bowl. What is it? Let me see. Because everybody's got that moment, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the whole the the whole week was was so sur- like was just uh, like it was just such a surreal thing because. Um, my family, man, my family back home, we would always host a Super Bowl party, right? 40, right. 50 people, man. Yeah. And to understand, like, I'm from King George, Virginia, man. Nobody's gotten drafted. Nobody's played in the Super Bowl. So I carried that weight with me. But the same people that were in those that Super Bowl party, all of them were down here. And so I you did, brought 50 people down here. I mean, they brought themselves. Oh, man, I had that's 50, crazy. I had 15 tickets to get. And, um... You know, win, lose, or draw, they're going to love me forever. Right. You know, but the fact that we came and we won that game, as soon as we won that game, my pops, my mother, and my father, they threw me a King George County flag, and I just toted that thing all around. Back then, it was Sun Life Stadium. 
Right. And that was just probably one of the coolest Because that was the me. onside kick game. Yeah. So, okay, so I can give you a memory of that, man. Like, uh, Thomas Morstead probably kicked that kick 100 times. And we knew it was coming. If you go back and look at to some of uh, you know some of the NFL films, uh, you can hear Sean Payton kind of telling the ref what we have going on, where we want to kick it. He kicked that thing over and over and over. And I remember walking into the to the uh, walking into the locker room at halftime. He said, "Hey," he told the whole team, "We're going to, you know, we're going to ambush. We're going to get this ball back." That's one. Th- that's one great thing about Sean. He's a visionary. You know, he he tells you how the game's going to go. And, and what you need to be prepared for, and that's what he did. And when you thought, we're going to ambush, was that? Oh, we, we, we were ready. I was going to say, because either one of two things happen. You, it either fails, and you're like, it Damn. fails. It fails, and you give Peyton Manning right. the ball. On a short fit, field. Which was, that would have lost us the game. Yeah. I'll be honest, because we were losing, but it's like. It's a that, nervous that, energy, that, though, that isn't piece it? Of, that piece of momentum right there, that would have probably taken them. I'm not going to say we wouldn't have fought back, but it's like. You don't give Peyton Manning. Yeah. You want to, you want to make him go to long haul. Make so him go 80 yards. When, when he tells you that, are you looking around going, we got this because this is going to work. That's what, it, that's what it was. Like or we, was we, it a nervous go, man, I hope this works? No. It, it was because we knew, he said it all week of practice, they're not going to be expecting this. He said, if you look at the first, uh, the first line of the kickoff return, uh, kickoff return team for the, um, from the Indianapolis Colts, they all leave early. They all leave early. So we were going to exploit that, and he did. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's 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 probably like one of my best memories, just because that was the turning point in that game. After we got that ball back, Drew had one incomplete pass for the rest of the game. You tell it with a passion. Because it's that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. I have to. That's you fantastic. Know, it's pretty cool for me to kind of sit back here ten years later. You know, the Super Bowl is just Can you believe back it was ten to years. Huh? Can you believe it was ten years? Ten years. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Seems like yesterday. Yeah, it really did. And it you guys really didn't did. get to see that was a Prince halftime show too, right? Right. We we was in the we were in the uh, in the locker room for thirty Pouring minutes. Pouring down rain. Yeah. No, it was uh, halftime was the Who. The Who. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Prince was the other one. Yeah, yes, that's yes, right. Yes, that's yes. right. Okay. The Who. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man, that's great. Man, okay. Best of luck. Best of luck on the podcast. Thank you. You ever get to Milwaukee or ever up in the Green Bay? You let yeah. us know, and we'll uh, hook I, you up. I would restaurant. love to come up to Appleton, man. <laughs> come up, yeah, Lombardi Steakhouse. You go yeah. there for foodie. I did. Where's uh? That's in. That's in Appleton. It that's is in the hotel. It is in the hotel. That's what I, I've, yeah. I've eaten there a few times. Yeah. Yeah. We would, man. You kidding me? I would love to come up there to Green so, Bay. I'm pretty sure you're already well connected up there. Maybe I can stay in contact. You get a hold with of you. us, and we get you a couple of different places. I just, well, I, I need a tail. I need, a, I need a fan, like a, t- a tail, somebody who tailgates every single week for the last. 20 years i want i want to be at their tailgate and shoot a show yeah that'd be fantastic that's what i want to do yeah so like that's what it is so we shot our first show in miami why don't it you was, do one from a packer tailgate that's, that's what i'm game. saying that's, that's, that's exactly yeah I, we did our first that'd one. be cool our podcast it sucked the first time you know we just right we had a piece of paper where we just kind of wrote our I, notes i've i've got one for you i got one in mind i know some i know some people that tailgate they've been doing it they've all been pitching in on tickets and every about 10 years they buy some and, crappy van and i want to tell their story and, I, want, yeah. I want to tell that story i want to try their food we we, we we eat the food, but we also rate the food. You know, we yeah. want to see what kind, what, what you guys are working with. Though. There you go. Yeah. Now we got something going on, man. Absolutely, Jamon, it's great, buddy. Yeah, Anytime you. you want to come over, you you come over and say hello to us. We certainly yeah, appreciate I, it. Okay? I will keep that in mind. That's Absolutely. for sure. There you go, Jamon Bushrod joining us for a couple of minutes on the uh, right here at the uh, Schneider Orange Super Studios down here on Radio Row. Fantastic stuff. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up after this. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever 
or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.